Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring very special guests this week. We have University of Kentucky golfer Marissa Wensler. Marissa, welcome. Hi, thank you. I'm very excited to be on here. Awesome. Yeah, you know, I was super pumped that you wanted to come on. You know, like I was saying, you know, everybody wants to kind of hear all the men and everybody play golf, but, you know, women play golf too. And you're, you know, you're one of the, you know, better ones out there. And I was super <laughs> pumped that you wanted to come on. So, how you been lately? You been good? I've been good. You know, I'm just my first week of school. So, it's been a little mm-hmm. hectic getting ready and, you know, getting into everything and all that stuff, but it's been good. So I'm excited for everything to, you know, get going. Definitely. That's awesome. So we'll get straight into the first question here. Where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf? Um, so I'm from Dayton, Ohio, which yeah. is um, obviously it's like Southwest Ohio. Um, mm-hmm. And I got into golf mainly because of my brother, Ryan Winsler. He plays professionally. He lives down in Orlando right now. And awesome. Um, I played soccer before I played golf, kind of throughout elementary and then a little bit of middle school. But as I got into golf as well, I started to see my brother and how good he got. And so I was like, man, like, I want to do that too. And you know, your best competition growing up are your siblings. Right. It's perfect. Exactly. Like having um, my brother, obviously in golf and even my sister too. And, you know, she's, she's a, you know, up and coming golfer. She's of course, uh, yeah. gotten really into it lately. Awesome. Um, but yeah, she, um, she's been getting into it. And so I would say, you know, there's a little bit of, she's, you know, pushing me, even though she may yeah. not be there yet. Um, right. But definitely Ryan has been a big impact. And also my swing coach, Kevin Jones, he mm-hmm. has, he's just a great guy. You know, he's not just a swing coach. He's a Mm -hmm. mental coach as well. So to kind of talk with him throughout, you know, tournaments where I went wrong, what I did well, it's really good for me to tell him. So Mm -hmm. then he kind of knows about, about how I go Mm -hmm. about the game. So definitely. And it's nice because I mean, nowadays we hear so much about golf being, or, you know, it's huge. I mean, before it wasn't, you know, it wasn't talked enough about it being such a big mental game. And I mean, that's great that your swing coach is not only a swing coach, but also kind of your mental coach too. Mm-hmm. How long have you been with your swing coach uh, by chance? Um, I've been with him since I was eight. Awesome. Um, that's yeah, awesome. So it's, it's, he's been my, you know, coach since the beginning. So we have a really awesome. good relationship and, you know, we, his family is, is our family and, you know, they're just a great group of people right there. A really good support mm-hmm. system. Definitely. And kind of, I mean, since you've worked with him for so long, kind of what, I mean, obviously he see your game evolved kind of what's something that he's really been able to kind of pinpoint and really help with your game. Would you say just kind of, um, we, now as you get to a certain level, you mm-hmm. start to realize it just becomes minor tweaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're kind of at a point now where he always calls it climbing up the Christmas tree. So okay. you think of a Christmas tree, it's really big at the bottom, small mm-hmm. at the top. And as you get better, you continue to, you know, climb up the Christmas tree and everything gets tighter and things kind of get easier. So mm-hmm. the way that you go about our lessons, mm-hmm. they just, become kind of tweaks and actually throughout the years it's become a lot of talking maybe i'll be like hey like i want to 
get better at this shot? Can you help me out with these fundamentals? Um, obviously checking fundamentals. And then um, where we really just, if ever I feel like my swing's not, is not very, is not in a good place. Mm -hmm. We usually go back to, okay, I'm getting too long or I'm getting too loose with it. And so we always just kind of bring it back to square one. So that's like climbing up the Christmas. Gotcha. It's huh. a really good um, way to look at it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've, you know, I've just had you know numerous guests on that talk about their swing coach. I haven't heard somebody talk about, you know, climbing up the Christmas tree. I like that. Yeah, idea. It's a different one, but I mean, it makes sense to me. I've, I've, I've heard it forever. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Hey, if, I mean, yeah, you've been working with him for so long. That's great. Um, kind of, uh, we got a little sidetracked there anyway. It's all good though. Um, so, I mean, where talk about maybe your high school days. I know growing up, um, I'm sure, um, you know, maybe high school, I don't know how your high school days were, how your team was, if it was a really serious team or not, but kind of what was your high school years like? Yeah. So, um, I played, um, golf at Centerville high school okay. and, um, we were actually a pretty good team. We Ooh, nice. freshman year, well, my freshman year, at least we mm -hmm. looked, you know, like we could have potentially won state as a team. Oh, wow. Um, and we felt, we fell just short of it. I think we tied for a second. And so, um, that was pretty disappointing, but you know, it's, it's high school golf and right. it's all, it's all a learning process. And that's mm -hmm. the thing too, about high school golf. And I mean, at least in Ohio, it's, it's big, but not to a national level. Obviously I know it's different. Like California like, yeah. high school golf is way different. It's way better, but, um, uh -huh. but it's, it was still fun and it was still awesome to be able to, you know, grow with my team and everything. And we just, we kind of progressively got better and better and better um, going throughout the years. And I also was also getting better and I was kind of learning more about, you know, Oh shoot. Like maybe I can play college golf. Like, of course, yeah, <laughs> definitely like a chance. Whereas when you first play freshman year, you're like, Oh, I'm just gonna yeah. play golf. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, you, I mean, I know in California and everything you needed PE credit. So it was like, Oh, I'll go play golf, you know? So, yeah. um, so I mean, you had just said, you know, maybe I could play college golf. Was there kind of a realization or point in your high school career where you were like, I want to play college golf? Um, I think it was, well, obviously starting, I started the recruiting process in like as a junior. Oh, okay. So got it. a sophomore is probably, I think I always wanted to, mm -hmm. but I never really knew the level that I could go of to. Course. Obviously of course. you have all the different levels. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say probably sophomores when I realized, okay, like maybe I could play D1. Gotcha. Okay. So, I mean, like you said that you started the recruiting process in your junior year, kind of, how'd you go about that? Were you just mass emailing people or kind of, you know, did you maybe go through maybe a certain agency or something? Kind of what'd you do? Um, I, I worked with um, Mark McDonald. He's based out of um, Columbus and uh -huh. he, um, he kind of helped he, he, his companies play golf in college. And so he kind of helped me out a little bit to like, reach out to coaches when I couldn't. Uh -huh. Um, but it was a lot of like, obviously he, I had his help, um, talking with Kevin about, you know, what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And then obviously just talking to coaches and uh, in visits. And I personally, I did not love the recruiting process. Yeah. Oh, it can be a grind. Oh it yeah. Is, and I'm very indecisive. And so it was hard for me to kind of like, I didn't want to jump into it. You know, yeah. like, cause everyone's always like, oh, well, when are you going to start the process? And I was always like, eh. yeah. I, yeah. why I needed someone to help me to basically right. force me to do it. <laughs> yeah. I just want to do it. <laughs> Give you that little push. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's kind of how I, I went about it. Yeah. So I mean, what, 
I mean, what kind of schools were you interested in? I mean, whenever you were kind of going, starting out or just kind of going through it? Um, so I, that process was complicated because I, I personally, I didn't know what I could do, even mm -hmm. going into, you know, senior year, like, obviously I won the state championship. That's yeah. amazing at a state level, but again, internationally, like how does mm -hmm. that work internationally? Right. Um, so that was very difficult for, to see me play at a high level D one school. Mm -hmm. um, and Kentucky was one of my first, I think it was my first visit. And okay. I've played a lot of golf down here in junior golf. So I knew about Lexington. And so um, when I went to, to Kentucky to visit it, mm -hmm. I basically kind of um, compared Kentucky to all the other schools I looked at gotcha yeah and I wasn't I wasn't looking very far I I didn't I didn't want to go too far because like family's important to me so like I needed to be at least in a driving distance and so mm -hmm. I looked at a few schools in Ohio Indiana you know just kind of like Tennessee maybe um but it was pretty it was a pretty easy decision once it kind of came down to it I was mm -hmm. between two schools and just was able to sit down and talk with my mom and my dad and so mm -hmm. I obviously ended up picking Kentucky which was awesome but yeah it, it ended up good <laughs> exactly and I mean you I mean you had entered your college career as you know the you were ranked number you know 37th prospect in the class of 2019 um and you hold many records at your high school I mean what were your expectations kind of going into college golf into Kentucky you know, it's funny because I've never been asked this question. Oh, okay. Yeah. Before, but before um, this summer. Okay. Um, just been talking with other people and everything. And like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't really think, I, I hate to say this, but I didn't really think highly of myself in golf. Like I mm -hmm. knew I was going to Kentucky mm -hmm. and I knew I was like good, but I knew I needed work. Like I knew I needed work. And that's why I'm very grateful for coach Goldaborce and coach Brian May, because mm -hmm. they recruited me because they saw potential in me. Yeah. Because like being, you know, you see so many girls and you see so many amazing players who are better than you. And you're like, how am I supposed to compete with them? <laughs> yeah, and, right. and it's hard, but you know, if you just keep on, you know, getting better every single year, it, it all at some point, it's going to mm -hmm. equal out or honestly progress. And so I think that going in and I also didn't know anything about rankings. So mm -hmm. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just playing golf at this point. And I, right, I didn't right. got the rankings. I didn't really, I didn't really understand that all very well. So kind of going into my freshman year is when I started to like, actually pay attention. You know, you had Wagger and you mm -hmm. have all yeah. the you know, started paying attention to our ranking rankings and everything, which mm -hmm. I loved because it was like a set thing that you could work towards and you could always make it better. And right. so that was, that was kind of nice. And I think that that helped, you know, push it a little bit, but yeah, expectation wise, I, they were not very high going into school. And then I ended up playing in every event, which just was amazing. It was such a great experience to be able to play in college and to play at such a high level because I grew so much within that first year just by playing. Definitely. And I mean, I mean, how have your experiences kind of been so far? I know you just were talking about your freshman year. You posted a 73.18 scoring average. You're the second best mark on the team. And I mean, you had a great freshman year going into college. I know that can be kind of a iffy year for some people, but I mean, you came out of the gates firing. I mean, kind of how do you, how have your experiences at Kentucky been? Just kind of talk about your freshman, sophomore year a little bit. Um, it's been awesome. I mean, obviously freshman year, you get thrown into something you're not completely yeah. 
okay with, but yeah. um, I was grateful enough to have three other freshmen by my side. And Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah kind of so go through it together. We were able to figure it out together. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And I, I spent a lot of time with Jensen, obviously mm-hmm. freshman and sophomore year. Um, but you know, we, we definitely helped each other a lot. And I think that's where that push kind of came from. I know for a fact, if Jensen probably wouldn't have been at the school, I, I don't think I would have been as I wouldn't have played as well my freshman year than I think I did because it doesn't matter like how much you progress you don't realize how much the people around you affect you Mm -hmm. and our team from freshman year and even to now it just continues to get better and we continue to have just a good team dynamic Mm -hmm. I mean I think we have the best team dynamic out of anyone I would put us over a lot of people just because we all get along so well and we all like push each other so hard definitely when it's having that kind of atmosphere on a team is really is what that's what makes team that's what makes a team great because I mean you're spending so much time together and I mean just traveling and playing and knowing that everybody on the team wants to continue to be you know continue to be as good as they possibly can I mean that's just amazing that you ladies have that I mean I really applaud that for sure and it's I mean you guys made a national championship visit last year you know I'm super pumped for you ladies to get going this year. I know you had a great summer and like you were saying, you know, um, your teammate had a great summer as well. Um, I mean, what's something I like to go back on kind of as you and your freshmen were going through your first year, what was something you really had to kind of adapt to maybe not only in college golf, but just maybe college overall? I think the, the time management piece, I mean, I, I thought I was good at time management, but you have to be, on your game and, no you know, especially yeah. especially freshman year because you know walks to cars are a little farther away to get to so you gotta <laughs> think about that and you have study hours and tutors and obviously was spending a lot of time in the classroom because they didn't really have any online's that freshman year and mm-hmm. it was just a lot of golf a lot of class a lot of yeah. it was just a lot of everything but it I don't I didn't think of it as like something I had to do because doing it with the people that I had, it just made it so much more special. I mean, obviously you had your days where you were just like, Oh my gosh, like, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. But <laughs> you also had your days where you were like, man, like I got so much done today and I was so productive. And so, um, I, I would definitely say time management was huge. And mm-hmm. then, um, obviously the COVID year, I feel like a lot of people, oh, yeah. a lot of people would say the same thing, but you, I mean, for me, at least I learned a lot about myself and, you know, there were, there were some lows, obviously. And I feel like everyone could say that. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. But you got to, I mean, I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about like perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that helped me a lot going into the summer as well, kind of, you know, pushing your way out of it and even this spring too. So. Yeah. I mean, and like you were saying, I mean, you going into the summer, I mean, you had a, you know, had a great summer this past year. I mean, you won the stroke play at, um, at the Western women's amateur with a two round score of eight under par. I mean, to finish a top, you know, 120 player field, that's just huge. Congrats on that. Huge congrats on yeah, that. I appreciate it. And then not only to do that, but you qualify for the U S women's amateur at Westchester. And I mean, and you advance all the way to the round of 32. I mean, just kind of talk about this last summer. I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't your first U S women's amateur. I mean, just kind of just talk about those experiences and kind of the momentum maybe you're going into with this, you know, this next season for school. 
Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was a lot of mental changes. If I'm being honest, you know, Uh the the physical game is always going to be there and you're always going to be, you know, working up that Christmas tree. Right. um, Yeah. 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 But, um, that's always going to be there. I, I think that the main thing again was perspective. And it's funny that I keep saying that because that's our like team word kind of for this year is perspective. Yeah. Um, and so I started to kind of look at golf a little differently. I got into some bad habits in um, my sophomore year of the way that I looked at golf and I needed mm-hmm. to kind of dig my way out of those and, and look at it completely different and realize how appreciative I am to play the sport. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of looked at it that way. And, um, it was, it was definitely a lot of mental practice and being okay when things don't go your way, being okay with not having control over, you know, a bad bounce here or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. And so, cause it always evens out in the end. And that's what I bring back to Jensen is she's like, Oh, it always equals out. You know, Mm -hmm. like if I make a bogey, like at some point I'm going to make a birdie or if, I, you know, I'm not making some putts at some point they'll fall. And so exactly. it was kind of a mixture of all the people around me and giving me like advice and then mm-hmm. kind of putting it into my own ways and being like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and so that's kind of how I went about the Western, um, no expectations, honestly. Um, and comes out with the W let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. That was, yeah. That was, um, I don't know. It was just a fun week and it was hard too, because I had family in town uh-huh. um, and they came in town on Tuesday and the, the tournament started on, I think it was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So to not be with them was very hard for me. And so mm-hmm. to be able to keep that patient mindset of, yes, I want to go home, but I don't want to go home until Saturday. It was hard, but yeah. I wanted it. And, and it was, it was exciting. So. Definitely. And that's awesome that, you know, so that's a huge tournament. I mean, with the, I don't know how big a field it was. I mean, there's amazing players playing in that. And I mean, I love what you're talking about though, with the mental side of it, because I know personally me all the way, I mean, till my, probably after my first year of college, two years of college, I thought it had to be perfect golf. Like mm-hmm. it had to just be perfect, you know? And, but like, these past couple of years. And now that I don't like graduated playing college golf, it's just crazy how like, I almost play better now than I did before. And it's, I'm glad that you're figuring that out at such a young, you know, in your young college career. Um, and I'm sure, you know, with, I'm sure with COVID year, I mean, you, you, depending on your graduating year or graduation date, you'll probably take the extra year, but still, it's just, I'm super pumped that you're figuring that out now because I wish I would have figured that out personally. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's still, it's still being figured out. I mean, obviously, yeah not perfect right now. You know, sometimes I catch myself. I'm like, oh, Marissa, come on. Like, yeah. you gotta, this is not what you're preaching. Like you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta remember, like bring it back. And right. you know, it's, it's one shot in the fairway. It's one shot in green. It's, mm-hmm. it's one putt. Like you just got to almost dumb it down. Yeah. And yeah. It's weird. Cause I feel like with college golf, especially is there's so many different ways you can look at golf courses and like lineups and people mm-hmm. around you outside of you following you. Mm-hmm. You just have to dumb it down and be like, this is the golf course. This is yeah. the hole, and I'm going to hit the fairway. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I feel like golf, it's so easy to kind of get caught up in the expectation thing with, like you said, with lineups, people who's on certain teams, just golf courses in general. I mean, you could have went into the Western and been like, okay, this, you know, Westchester country club, this is, you know, very well-known course. And you could have almost just defeated yourself before even on the course. But like you said, you're dumbing it down. 
you see the fairway, get the ball in the fairway. I love that. I love that. I feel like anybody, even just your average everyday golfer, could literally take that advice and think that way too. To Doesn't just matter what game. level you're at. I swear exactly. it works. <laughs> yeah. And just, I mean, just dumb it down. I love that. Yeah. Um, I mean, so we touched, I touched a little bit on that you made a national championship appearance last year. Um, I love to talk about, you know, what was it like competing at a national championship against events against the best ladies in college golf? And just, I mean, just everything that came with it, it was on TV. I mean, you're playing at, you know, in Arizona, Greyhawk is awesome golf course. I mean, what was it like? Um, it was pretty cool. I mean, going back to Ohio state where we had our regional, I mm -hmm. obviously I've played there a few times just being from Ohio. And I, I said it to one of my teammates, um, Maria, and I was like, I don't know what it is, but I'm so pumped about playing at Ohio State because I just feel like this course sets up for our team. I don't yeah. know what it is, but I just feel like it does. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, it ended up working out and, yeah. you know, Golda was, you know, crying. She was all happy and yeah. crying. Was all, like everyone was just really happy and they were really excited about, you know, being able to have this experience because like we were not. I don't think we were an expected team at all to be making it to the national championship. I mean, we didn't have an amazing year mm -hmm. because we were all trying to figure it out. You know, there were times where, you know, three of us felt good, two didn't, four of us felt good. One didn't, mm -hmm. you know, it's, that's just how it is. And it's, it's all about kind of timing it up and putting it all together. And I Definitely. felt like for the most part, we, mo most of us kind of were just, we were so close. I mean, I'm talking for myself, especially, I just, I felt like it, I was like, the score is not there, but like, I just feel like I'm so close. And I know that a lot of girls on my team were saying the same thing. And then obviously, um, you know, we didn't play, we didn't play amazing at nationals, but we didn't play horribly. You know, we kind of right. got a bad draw with the wind on the second day in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. it was, it was horrible, but yeah. um, it was, yeah, that was rough for us. But I mean, we, we didn't, you know, we didn't play horribly it's not like we didn't feel like we weren't supposed to be there like right we felt like we were here we knew we could we could do better and I think that's what's going to continue to drive us going into this year definitely yeah I was just going to ask that I mean those experiences that you're taking I think it's going to be huge for you ladies going into this next year and I mean with you know the summers that you know both you and just your teammates are having I think it's going to be awesome um your experiences in kind of the feelings you were feeling I want to kind of talk about at a national championship I mean you're playing in front of cameras it, you know it's on tv was that kind of ever you know kind of in your mind as you played your rounds or did you just try to just stick to your process and just play golf um I just stuck to my process I mean last year at the am um at Woodmont it was mm -hmm. kind of the same deal and mm -hmm. that was the first time I ever had cameras and tv mm -hmm. and I thought or I thought it was going to be a much like much more stressful than what it actually was okay and it, it for some reason I just feel like you get to a certain level and you get into that game mode where the things around you you don't really think about I mean right. obviously here and there you're gonna be like oh cool like they're gonna be you know videoing my swing and then yeah. you kind of it kind of almost helps because then you're like well I'm gonna make it a good swing and yeah. show that who I am <laughs> make, it, yeah, yeah. make it a good swing I love that yeah <laughs> so it's kind of that's a good way to go about it um but yeah just being at the national championship it really did feel like you were playing at a women's am it kind of gave me that same vibe of um you're just playing against the best players in the world 
Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think for all of us to have that experience under our belt, like it was a great thing. I know we were all probably very nervous, but that's Mm -hmm. what makes us better. And I've said this before is, you know, if, if you weren't nervous, then what are you doing? Because then you don't want to get better and you don't care. So, Mm -hmm. um, And, and just being in those kind of situations, I mean, Anytime you ever feel nerves or something, it, you know, it's, it's kind of something like, okay, I've been here before you've experienced, you know, pressure. Um, so it just kind of, it's going to come easier to you and you're going to go out there and perform, you know, and execute shots that you, when you need to, you know? Yeah. I think it's just so cool that they have it on TV too. I love watching college golf. It is so awesome to it watch. It is fun. And I like watching, cause obviously we watch a lot of women's golf cause we play it and it's right. fun to watch the men play as well. And mm-hmm. especially for the national championship, like watching them play the same golf course as us. I have yeah. one of my um, really good friends, Austin greaser. He plays. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was watching him on TV and I was like, man, like if only I could take that line off the tee, you'd be so right. nice to be <laughs> yeah. a guy right now, but um, yeah. it's cool to see how they play the golf course compared to us. Definitely. And he, you know, he just had a great run at the USAM as well. And I mean, that's just got to be really cool to see him on TV, you know, and stuff. Um, kind of, you know, something I'd like to talk about. We did talk about the Western Women's Amateur a little bit, but I just like to kind of talk about, you know, what kind of golf did you have to play in, in, in order to get that win in stroke play? I mean, was there, I mean, were you just kind of feeling it or were you just kind of, like you say, you're just kind of sticking to your process and dumbing it down, you know? Yeah, it was, um, I'm just like thinking, I'm trying to think back on it. And it Uh was a lot of um, being in the moment when you needed to, and then Uh giving your mind a break when you didn't. Uh So I think some, for some people, it works for them to be just absolutely hundred percent focused full round. For some people, they can just kind of like laugh and, you know, do whatever. And then I think there's a happy medium in between where, you know, like you can goof it, joke off, you know, hang, hang out or just like talk about random things. Like I had uh, my boyfriend on the bag actually at yeah. the Western and having the, him there was really nice because it was almost like he would bring me out of the golf part and we would just talk about a bunch of random stuff. And then, you know, 10 yards away from it, 20 yards away, he would be like, okay, it's golf now. And yep. so so then it would be that kind of like that switch where you go, okay, now, now this is my goal right now. And then, um, so that's kind of how the mentally, that's how I went about it. Um, and then again, with having my brother Ryan on the back at, um, Westchester, mm-hmm. I, I told him the same thing. I was like, we need to have, like, we need to have, you know, times where we're laughing, joking around doing whatever. And then we have to have times where we're being serious and we're trying to figure out, you know, all the golf stuff. And so mm-hmm. that's what I, at least I actually learned that during the Western tournament, because I used to be very like straight based. I need, you know, all that stuff. Oh yeah. And so it was kind of nice because, um, Connor kind of helped me not be that way the whole time. Um, and so I kind of learned that about myself, like, wow, like this actually, it helps me more than it, you know, anything. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I, I can relate to that because, I mean, any tournament I could have a cat, I have my dad on the, on the bag, you know, and it's just like what you're saying, kind of pulling away from the round a little bit, just talking about random stuff. But then when it's time to focus and get back into the shot or the round, I think that's amazing that you're able to have that. And I mean, it, you know, it seemed seemed to work out pretty well for you. Um, and then, I mean, obviously, you know, we talked about you won the stroke play and everything kind of what was the momentum like going into the U.S. Women's Amateur, you know, for just following that tournament? Um, it made me feel 
really good. I mean, obviously having that many rounds of match play, mm-hmm. you, you know what you're getting into and your main focus is to be able to get into obviously win, but mm-hmm. yeah. first get into match play at the, at the AM. And I had a, a shaky first round and mm-hmm. I was pretty bummed and I was actually I had to talk to my sister and my brother that night because I just was like, I just don't feel like I'm in a good place right now. And Mm -hmm. I I talked to them and, you know, it's all, it all comes back to like family and them being able to help me and talk to me and just kind of like work through everything. And Mm -hmm. so going into that next day, I knew exactly what I had to do. And I knew I was meant to play match play because I didn't, I didn't want to give up that opportunity not to be able to, to at least make a run in match play because mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's so much fun. And there's, it's something about the sport that not a lot of people get to really play or right. understand how different it is. And so mm-hmm. anytime you can play match play, it's, it's always really, it's a blessing because it's so much fun. Definitely. And I think you, like you just said, I mean, most sports, there's nothing like, you know, what match play offers because there's a totally different dynamic that goes into playing match play versus stroke play. And I mean, so with all your experience from the national championship being on, to, on, on TV, previous USAM uh, tournaments that you've played and be on TV, kind of where all of, you know, the USAM was on TV this year, once again, I mean, was there any kind of like were you just kind of, you know, maybe just used to the cameras being there at that point? And then now it's kind of, you have that experience, would you say? Yeah, I think that you want them to be there. And it, it at a certain point, it should get you excited because mm-hmm. yeah. it means you're doing something good, at least. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, cameras aren't your main focus of, you know, wanting to be really good at golf. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely helps to kind of get you to take a step back and realize, okay, I'm at a really big event and I'm so grateful I was able to get here. Now let's go do something about it. And, um, so that's kind of how I went about, you know, I actually, I've never really thought about it that much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, I'm like, I mean, like you said, you know, it's not that if you want to be really, really good in golf and you want to play professional golf at some point, you're going to have to play in front of cameras. And it's great that and not only you know the ladies side, but the men's side is getting that experience earlier on in college because, I mean, you're playing with some ladies. I mean, even yourself. I mean, you. I mean, one one of these days, you could be one of the biggest you know women golfers in the world on LPGA Tour, and having that experience playing in front of cameras, just having it such early on in your career, really benefit you in the long run. So, I mean, I'm, I think that it's just it's great for you ladies out there you know, getting out there and playing in front of cameras. And I bet it's super fun. I mean, you turn on the TV and next thing you know, like you're on TV watching yourself. Like that's gotta be kind of a moment where like, like you said, you know, I I must be doing something good here. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. It's really fun, especially, you know, seeing it's your dream. I mean, for most golfers, like you want to go pro. And Mm -hmm. so seeing yourself on TV. I mean, I know the first time I saw myself on TV, like last year at um, Woodmont, it was just like a, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> like and then seeing your name up there and like seeing yeah. stuff and seeing the match, it's just like, this is what I, this is what I want. And mm-hmm. it motivates you because you don't want that to be the last time you see your name on TV. You, you want to keep going. So definitely. I, it just, it just kind of lights a fire even more for you. I mean, it just drives you that much more to just want to get better. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, 
your teammate Jensen, you know, she won, uh, she won the U S amateur. I mean, how, how, what were your feelings like whenever she won that? I mean, do you feel that you ladies, you know, will be the next team to beat this coming year? Um, so it, it's funny cause it starts back on the playoff uh-huh. and it was obviously that 12 for two playoff. Yeah. Jensen and I were both in it. You know, we, neither of us had great first rounds and mm-hmm. both of us knew we had to pull something together. Yeah. And so um, going into that playoff, they did three groups, four people in each group. Yeah. And Jensen was in the second group and I was in the last group and we were playing a par three. And I, I just, I know Jensen and mm-hmm. um, I know that she's very clutch. And so, you know, first group kind of goes through, there's a few pars, a few bogeys, whatever. And then Jensen hits this really great shot out of her whole group. And I, I looked at my brother, I said, she's going to make that Ryan. Like mm-hmm. there's only one spot left and like, I need it. <laughs> I want it. And of course she made it. And I was like, I told you like, you yeah. know, and so, you know, your mind starts going a little bit and, and you kind of have to, you got to always reel it back. You always have to bring it back because people will say like, Oh, well, you got to train yourself to not think about and I'm like how are you supposed to train yourself not to think about what's going on like right yeah especially when it's right in front of you (laughs) yeah and you and you bring it back and so that's kind of how I felt and how I went about it you know I did a lot of breathing for the whole time I was standing on that tee box because that was annoying Mm because I played in the morning that day Mm -hmm. and so I didn't know what to do the rest of the day because I knew I was on the line and I was like I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose my crap right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so my sister, my mom and my brother and I, they made me go shopping. We were like, we went to Marshall's, I think. All right. Yeah. Get your shop. mind off it. I hate it. <laughs> and so they were making me do this. They were like, Oh, look at this, look at this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, can I look at live scoring now? <laughs> um, and so it was a good thing because yeah. it definitely took my mind off of it for a few hours and then, you know, heading back to the golf course and then checking again. And then, you know, hitting some putts, checking again, hitting some balls, not really knowing. And then I was putting and then it, it was in that playoff. And I was like, okay, it's like 12 people, two spots. Nobody practices that. Yeah. Nobody no. practices being in a 12 for two playoff. Never. Mentally, physically, nothing. And so you're just kind of like, okay, like, like I need to figure out a game plan right now. And so right. it was, it, I just kept telling myself, cause I knew it was off of part three. I said, it's one shot and it's one putt because mm-hmm. I knew probably two birdies was all it was going to take. And mm-hmm. Ryan even said it too. He was like, we're only playing the first hole. Yeah. And so to hit the shot, I knew I was like, I got to hit a good shot here. And so you know, it was that one shot ended up to 12 feet. I was like, okay, let's go. Like, I just have this feeling like this mm-hmm. is a good feeling. Yeah. Everyone in my group already putted. So I knew that my putt was to make it into the playoff mm-hmm. or into the match play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm reading it with my brother, you know, we find a good line and it goes in and it's just like this huge sigh of relief. And you're like, <laughs> holy crap. I'm like, we just did this Jensen. Like Heck yeah. both of us just made it in a 12 for two playoff. Do you know mm-hmm. how amazing that is? Yeah. So cool. And we got so much momentum from that. And so I think that it helped me seeing her make the playoff. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm doing it now because right. I'm not letting her go and play match play and I'm not like, I need to be there with her. And so, of course. 
Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure you can go back to that that moment or that putt that you made and you can just replay it in your mind. And I mean, that's kind of one of the great things about golf that you're able to remember those things. And I mean, to go in, a, like you said, in a 12 for two playoff, nobody practiced those. I mean, you got to like come out of the gates firing, you would yeah, think. Like, and I'm pretty sure the last time I was in a playoff was like sophomore year of high school. <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like playoff, like playoff, I mean, playoffs and golf, they happen. But I mean, like you said, you just don't, ever practice those very much so I mean it's just a whole another side of you know playing golf that you kind of have to just get into that kind of mode and everything um so I mean we've talked a lot about just kind of your I know previous college golf um, that you've done tournaments that you've played and I mean kind of talk about what you ladies are feeling like for this up and coming season I mean what's your mindset going into it I know you kind of have your your, um, the ladies you think about perspective and everything like that. Um, but is there kind of something else maybe that you're going into What's your mindset and kind of just going out there? Um, we actually just had a team meeting and Mm -hmm. we all kind of came together and, you know, you have nine different people on a team. That's Mm -hmm. nine different personalities and nine different ways people go about golf and their goals. Mm -hmm. And so this year we kind of went about it. Obviously we have our perspective as our word, but we went about it like these are our goals. However, if you need to go about it a different way, mm-hmm. then you do that. And mm-hmm. so we kind of all have this, you know, main goal. Like obviously we want to win SECs, but for some people, thinking, oh, my goal is to win SECs, it doesn't work for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some people, it's prepare to win SEC. So we kind of changed our goal around and we put our goal as we want to prepare to win SECs or gotcha. we, like, we want to prepare, make it into regionals, prepare enough to make it to nationals. And yeah. so it kind of takes that, you know, end result goal away. Mm-hmm. And it of course, on some process goals. And so that's what we wanted to do this year. And we basically were like, how, whatever you need to do, think, say in your head Mm -hmm. to get you to, you know, the second you step on that golf course on that first tee um, in Alabama, did you prepare enough? Like, do you feel good enough for like what you're about to do? And like, that's kind of how we went about it this year. And so I think we have a really good way of going about um, golf this year and the Mm -hmm. tournaments and just looking at them as preparation for everything, because we didn't play great in these tournaments. I mean, we had a few like but we didn't play amazing. Mm-hmm. But they all prepared us to make it to a national championship. I mean, yeah. some teams didn't even make it who played amazing. All right. Or, you know, some of them, it's just, it's just crazy, you know? So um, I think that perspective is going to be big for us and mm-hmm. having our goals in line are going to be really big as well. Well, and I like that the goal isn't to win because like you said, that's a lot of pressure on you have to win. Okay. You have to win, but yet, preparing is more of like you said it's more of a process kind of goal and 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 like you said there's so many different personalities on a on a golf team I mean do whatever you got to do to prepare for that I yeah I'm glad that you brought that up and that's an amazing goal to have going into this next season and you know I wish you ladies I'm about the best I'm super pumped for you ladies to get going and I'm just super excited for you guys um so I mean like you said everybody has their own goals and everything kind of what are some of your goals for the remainder of your college career um college career I mean I would always I want I would love to win a college tournament you know yeah um never really thought about it just because winning a tournament is very hard to think about Mm -hmm. until you do it Mm -hmm. and so the western kind of it didn't make my expectations higher I mean obviously it did but in a good way Mm -hmm. um 
but it made me realize like I can do certain things now. Yeah. Um, you got a little taste of, you got a yeah, little taste of it's victory. Almost, it's almost like the, the step that I had going into freshman year of college, like uh-huh. I, I played really well and I was like, oh, I can do this. It's kind of like that next step up where like, oh, I can win in a tournament that's really good. Like then I can go win a college tournament. And so right. um, that's definitely a huge goal. I mean, obviously being able to take it a little bit lower um, score wise, always a goal. Been working on that for a while. Putting, you know, it just becomes knowledge at some point and reading greens and understanding slopes and stuff like that. So I would say those are two very big goals, but Mm -hmm. also on the mental side to just remember that, like, I'm doing this because I love it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I let it become a job in my eyes. Of course. Never gonna, it's never gonna work. And sometimes it is hard to, to hard, it's hard to not think about college golf being a job because it's like you go to school mm-hmm. you go to you go to practice and you work out and you do all these things and they all feel like jobs but at the end of the day at the end of the day you have to remember like it's such a big opportunity for me to be able to do what I do mm-hmm. and have the support of you know strength trainers athletic trainers swing coaches coaches at school teammates like that's all an opportunity. And so to look at it that way is so important. And to remember that even when you may be very frustrated, but you have to remember that and be like, I'm here because I was given the opportunity to. Definitely. And college golf, I feel like is so overlooked by people because it's like, okay, yeah, look, you go out there and you play golf. It's like, but no, like you said, there's workouts and I'm sure, you know, you do multiple times a week, there's qualifying, there's practice, there's not only all of that stuff, but managing your schoolwork. I mean, it is just insane what it's like. And, you know, I'm super pumped for you and everything like that. I mean, just this next year and not only next year, but, you know, just your, you know, the rest of your college career and then whatever you want to do after, which, I mean, kind of brings it into the next question here. I mean, what does your future look like after college? Have you put any thought into kind of professional golf or anything? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely want to do professional golf. I want to go that whole route, you know. I know it a little bit just because I've seen some, you know, teammates going through it right now. Mm-hmm. And my yeah. brother um, is doing it right now. And so I know it's hard and I know it's a very difficult lifestyle, mm-hmm. but it's just, if you have that passion for it, then you have like, you just have to do it. I mean, yeah. why not? And so that's kind of what I want to do is I definitely want to look um, into playing golf professionally and then you know, plan B, I'll figure that out once I get there, but yeah, yeah. Cross that, cross that bridge when you get there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Definitely. Yeah. I'm super excited for it. I mean, it's just that, that is college golf and everything is not, that's a grind itself. And then professional golf is also a grind as well. But, um, you know, I think if you continue to do what you're doing and just like you said, to kind of get better each year, I'm, I'm have no doubt that you'll be up there playing with the best ladies in the world. You know, I'm super pumped for you. you. Definitely. Um, we're heading to the next segment of the show. I like to call the ham and egg section. It's just kind of for some, you know, for fun questions here to kind of change the mood a little bit here. Um, so, I mean, you've played a ton of golf in your life and you've played on TV, you've played national championships, you've won, you know, one big tournament under pressure kind of what's the most nervous you've been on the golf course. And when you're in those kind of nerve wracking moments, how do you keep yourself calm and focused? Um, I would definitely say probably the the final match of the women's Western. Mm-hmm. Um, 
played against um, Maddie from, she plays at Oklahoma state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great great golfer. I mean, great person too. And Mm -hmm. so um, that match was stressful because Mm -hmm. she was, I was up, I think three up through four, but I looked at Connor and Connor was like, Hey, like we're all square. Like you can't think about this as being three up because Mm -hmm. like, you're, you're just going to shoot yourself out of it. So, right, right. you know, still was trying to like keep the lead and everything like yeah. that. And then at some point she took it back to all square. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't surprised. I mean, obviously I didn't love it. Yeah, of course, <laughs> but, but you're both are great surprised. players. Yeah. yeah. And, and she's a great player. And so she fights and she never gives up. And she said that in an interview after the matches that she never gave up. And it's mm-hmm. true. I mean, you know, and then I think I, I won a two holes. So, mm-hmm. Um, I believe I was two, yeah, I was two up going mm-hmm. into the last three holes and, um, which is a great position to be in, <laughs> great to be in. but again, like the nerves were crazy, of absolutely course. crazy. And I found out that apparently when the nerves are high, mm-hmm. I like to pull it a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's a good thing. Cause now I know, uh-huh. um, but I pulled it, didn't really have a shot, ended up bogeying that hole. So now I'm one up. Mm-hmm. and then she sinks like a 20 footer for birdie so now it's all square yeah and so at that moment I was like holy yeah crap. <laughs> like this is serious here like this is this is coming down to yeah, it that's, that's a I, dog just fight. Had, I just had a lead and in just like that it's gone mm-hmm. um and so again sticking to the process breathing keeping yourself cool like I remember looking at 18's fairway I was like one shot so find the like, fairway, fairway yeah, it's green. I hit it on the fringe, you know, got up and down, easy up and down. So we go uh-huh. on to our next playoff hole. And she pushes it right. I hit it left. <laughs> <laughs> a little pull. <laughs> and, yeah, and we actually both ended up bogeying that hole. Uh-huh. She, I think she missed like a nine foot. It, it was a really hard putt, though, but I still thought she was going to make it. And we went, uh-huh. ended up going into that second hole. So we're on the 20th hole. And like, again, nerves are still high. And so she, well, we both ended up I think she putted it to like probably six feet. I chipped it to like six and a half feet. Apparently I was away. And so I was kind of happy about that. Cause I was like, okay, like I can put the pressure on. Yeah. And Cause I knew, I knew, I, I knew it came down to this putt. I'm like, she's not going to miss this putt. And so I make the putt and it all just kind of comes down to hers. Let's and she go. has the hardest lip out. I felt really bad, at, but I didn't like, I didn't register what just happened because mm-hmm. they, I was still so nervous. And yeah. Like, it was, it was all just, I mean, it was probably, obviously the whole entire week was nerve wracking coming mm-hmm. down to the end of any match is nerve wracking. I mean, especially when I had some come down to 18. Um, but those last three holes were the most, I mean, my heart rate was probably through the roof. Like it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then just to kind of end up realizing like, oh my gosh, I just won. Mm-hmm. Then all the emotions came out and I just started crying. <laughs> oh yeah. But so that's kind of how I knew I was like, oh, I was definitely stressed and kind of going into again, the playoff real quick. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, I felt those same exact nerves on that playoff hole as I did in the tournament. Right. But exactly. I told myself I've been here before and I've pulled it off. So I know exactly what I'm doing. And that's why I'm forever grateful for that opportunity at the Western because it definitely led me to be able to secure that spot in the match play because mm-hmm. I had that experience. And exactly. So it was awesome. 
Yeah. And I mean, just being able to kind of come down the stretch like that and just, like we said, execute the shots and kind of just, I mean, it seems like your process is, you know, it works, you know, it works for you. And I'm glad that it works for you. And that's amazing to have something like a process like that whenever you get nervous, because whenever golfers get nervous, they can go south really fast. Yeah. So bring it down yeah you got to be able to kind of bring yourself to kind of where your feet are and everything like that um no I'm super glad that you know you have that and I mean those experiences are just they're huge those are going to be so beneficial for you in the future um I mean next one to hear is kind of what are your thoughts on college golfers being able to market themselves now I mean you can I mean there's a lot of unknowns with everything that you know kind of that with people getting paid and everything but are you wanting to kind of continue to grow your brand and potentially make money or anything? Yeah, I mean I think that would be um every college, you know, yeah. player in any sports dream, you know, like obviously we are blessed enough to be able to receive um scholarship and be able to help grow our games, but at the same time it's it's hard being in um college and not being able to like have a job, like a, a of course. like a regular student and being mm-hmm. able to make your money that way. And so exactly. this is, this is a great way for us to promote our ourselves. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's awesome. I mean, it's a good experience, especially going into business too. I mean, I'm already learning about a lot of things business-wise because you are doing business with these people. Exactly. And you're being put into situations where it's you and someone else and mm-hmm. you have to learn, okay, like what's going to work and, and what's not, or how do I go about this? And obviously there's still a lot of things up in the air that we're mm-hmm. still trying to figure out with the new NIL and everything. And so um, just kind of, I think we're all trying to figure it out. And mm-hmm. so making sure, you know, we don't do the wrong things and we're not being, you know, people aren't being unethical and everything. And so, of course. Um, but I think it's really awesome. I think it's a really good um, way to, become more well-rounded outside of golf as well definitely you know and I noticed that you're a tour line athlete which is a company that produces putting aids I mean how did that relationship kind of start I mean how did how that yeah yeah so Christian he's the um, founder of tour line golf and he kind of reached out to me and was Mm -hmm. like are you interested in this and I was like I mean I'd love to like I've I've used you know a few chalk lines before in the past but like this one was just different and so um I really liked it I liked the idea of it I loved the enthusiasm that he had about, you know, his brand. And yeah. so, um, I was like, I mean, heck yeah, I'll do it. Like yeah, of <laughs> if, course. It's gonna help, if it's going to help me and uh-huh. I'm going to use it, then, then I'll do it. And I've, I've used it and it's awesome and I love it. And so to be able to like work with them is really exciting too, especially because they, they reached out to me and that, mm-hmm. and that's, that's important for me. And that's special mm-hmm. for me because I love it when people are able to kind of say like oh like I want this person to talk on my podcast or I want this person to you know be a part of our brand and everything I mean it's just it's just special you know it's it's nice that people want you to be a part of what they do and what they love and so um that's what I love about it I mean you make great connections with people along the way definitely exactly and I mean that's why when you respond you want to come on I was like I was pumped I was like let's go (laughs) so I mean yeah, I know. Super awesome that you're able to have that with tour line. And I mean, Hey, you're making clutch putts and playoffs. So I mean, it seems to be working. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, so kind of the next one I have for you, I mean, what's something you feel like junior golfers really need to focus on maybe to better their chances at getting recruited. I know you kind of 
you know, you had to get a little bit of a push to kind of get your recruiting process started, but what's kind of something you feel they could work on or kind of maybe start earlier on in their kind of junior golf career? I think mental is, is really big because Mm -hmm. you need, I mean, thinking back to when you are getting recruited being what, I mean, some people get recruited really early, but with the new rules, like obviously like 15, 16, like you're young and so trying young. to figure out where you're going to go to school when you're 18 is a very mm-hmm. hard thing to do. And mm-hmm. it, it can sometimes be super big for, you know, junior players, but you just got to remember like you're playing golf because you love it mm-hmm. and whatever happens happens, obviously mm-hmm. put the work in to try to get recruited by who you want to, where you want to be. But I mean, I guess I could say it as when, you know, you know, and mm-hmm. so that's how it was with Kentucky is like, I just knew. And mm-hmm. so I would say that for junior golfers is when you're going through that process, like when you know, you know, and you know, when you're not at that point or you're not at that level yet where you start the recruiting process, just play golf, play mm-hmm. golf, play in as big tournaments as you can, you know, get, just get comfortable with being extremely uncomfortable in certain situations because it's just going to make you better. And I just, it's crazy to think back to junior golf because it's like, man, I think back and I'm like, if I would have known that I had so much time that to get better, I would have enjoyed it a lot more because I I enjoy it now way more than I did back then because I was so caught up in, well, I'm comparing myself to other people. The best thing that you can do is to not compare yourself to people who are better than you. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, you've seen it, at least for me as well, is like, I've seen people who are better than me and like, I've surpassed them and I'm always going to try and surpass the next person. And so it's important to not make that your goal of like, oh, I'm going to beat this person, mm-hmm. but you're going to work towards that goal and you're, it's just going to happen. And mm-hmm. again, like I said, whatever happens, happens. And so the, that's like the biggest thing is, is like, don't compare yourself to other people because you're not, you got to have confidence in yourself. I mean, if you want to play golf, you just have to. You have to. Yes. I love that. I love just going out there to play golf because you love it. And um, I recorded with a gal, Ashley Park. She plays it for UT. And she brought up that no matter what, whether you, if you're getting recruited or not, there's going to be opportunities that come out there. I think that kind of ties a little bit with what you're talking about. Just you know, maybe it's like you said, if you're just maybe the moment or, you know, maybe you're not getting recruited and it's just not, you know, you don't feel it. It's just not going to, it's not happening right now. Just, you know, that there's plenty more opportunities out there for junior golfers. I mean, there's so many universities and colleges out there in, you know, in the United States that are looking for players. Yeah, exactly. Just put your head down. And I mean, if, if you, you go out there, like you said, you go to those big tournaments and you play good golf. I mean, they'll come to you. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's, it'll happen. I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, so, I mean, like we talked about, you know, everybody wants to hear about, you know, men's golf and everything like that. I mean, and women play golf too. I mean, do you feel that there's anything overlooked or not talked about enough with women's golf? Um, I think, I don't know. I, I see being a woman a woman golfer as a power almost yeah because you know when you see like men golfers I mean that's a very normal thing however when you're a a woman who plays golf it's it's almost powerful because you're like I can play against you know a bunch of these old guys or like yeah you know I can you know I'm here and and I'm good and I can you know I can do great things and just because I'm a girl doesn't mean like 
I'm going to not be good at a sport. Of course. And so I'm not sure overlooked wise, if I, if I notice anything, I can't really think of anything that comes to mind because Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's a power and I, and I love it. And I love being like in a sport where like being a woman is definitely a minority. Like you don't really think about it that much, obviously, um, as you get to, you know, throughout the years, like it's just becoming more and more, mm-hmm. um, you see it a lot more and go- and girls are getting so much better and everything, but it's just important to be able to just keep growing that game for golf and for, um, little girls and stuff. So definitely. Cool. And like I said, I love watching college golf. I love watching women's golf. I was, I don't have Peacock TV, so I couldn't watch the Curtis cup. That's yeah. on t- that's on today. I was so bummed because I was so pumped to be watching that. And, you know, I just think that women, you know, women's golf is just not talked about enough. And um, so, I mean, that's why I, I really, really love when women come on the podcast and they want to come on the podcast like yeah. yourself. And um, just like you said, continue to grow the game, not only just golf overall, but women's golf as well. And know that, you know, there, there's some little gals out there that, you know, can grind at super young age to get to the point that you're at. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's out there. It definitely is out there. Um, we talked about the most nervous you've been on the golf course. And like I said, I know you've played ton of golf in your life, but what's the most memorable, memorable moment you've had while being on the golf course. It can be oh, either God. in competition or not. Um, I think honestly, I, I want to say the Western just because, you know, yeah. I had, I had Connor there and stuff. And, um, and then I obviously I had a, you know, with the time change ended up being like six hour drive home to my family, which wow. was having a family reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, so to come back to them was really exciting. And um, it, it was just cool to be able to have, you know, my family to experience that with, I feel like that. And then, winning the state championship they were both up there because with the state championship it was like that same feeling because like that was like my first big win and although it was only like a you know a high school tournament but it was still a really big deal to be able to say like I'm a state champion like I have my you know my face on Centerville High School's walls and stuff and so that was definitely one of the most memorable memorable ones because I had a support system there, you know, like athletic directors, some teachers, mm-hmm. you know, coaches, all my teammates, all my family. And so I yeah. mean, that was just, I, I'll never forget that day. And, and that that's probably one of the days where I think because it was so long ago and because it just felt so good. Like mm-hmm. if somebody asked me like, Oh, like what day would you go back to if you could? And I was like, it would be that day yeah. to just kind of feel what I was feeling and to, be able to, you know, go through all of those emotions again, like that, that was definitely up there. I, I would say, actually, I would put that one over the Western. Yeah. Just it's just, it was just high school and it was my first win. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. When you're such, you're so young, I mean, yeah. and you have literally everybody there. That's amazing that, you know, your some of your teachers came out to watch you and you I mean, to do it in front of your family like that. I mean, that's, very amazing, you know, for yourself. And I'm sure your parents are going to go back to that moment and replay that moment so many times and just always remember how proud they are of you. I mean, that's just so special to have. And, you know, huge congratulations on that as well. Definitely. Well, we're heading to the last question here. This is kind of just to kind of maybe give credit, you know, to the people that support you the most, but I mean, who's inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today? And I could go on. I mean, yeah obviously family over everything and mom dad brother sister you know they I would not be who I am without any of them um you know 
gosh, friends that don't even play golf, you know, they're still, they still support me and everything. And then that was kind of, um, and definitely my swing coach, Kevin Jones, you know, Mm -hmm. those are, those are important to me. And, and then obviously going into school at UK, I mean, the family just got bigger. I mean, it was like, you go to school and it's like, oh my gosh, like all these people support me. And like, you Mm -hmm. know, Holda and Brian, all my teammates, every single one of them, Mm -hmm. um, you know, strength coach, athletic coach, um, a few, you know, person like personal trainers that have been wor- I've been working with um, um, recently. Actually, it was uh, Travis out of Joey D, and so oh he's yeah, yeah, a lot with my. I have a, a couple injury things, and so we've mm-hmm. been working on some stuff. But like, I appreciate his time and what he's been doing as well. Obviously, um, but I mean, there's just gosh, there's so many people. I don't want to forget anyone, but <laughs> yeah. no, it's, I should almost change that question to kind of, you know, who, who's the group of people? Cause it really is hard yeah. to narrow it down and to play golf. You need that big support system. I mean, yeah. it's just, and, and, it's huge. And honestly like competitors too. I mean, I wouldn't be here without, you know, my yeah. competitors and, um, but I would definitely say like family, you know, Kevin, Mm-hmm. You're definitely up there on mm-hmm. the people that will forever, you know, be in my life and support me to the end. So definitely. And I'm so glad that you have, you know, just so many people to support you, not only your family, but your family at, you know, Kentucky and everybody that's behind you there too. And I know, like I said, I wish you, you and your team, nothing but the best in the future years. And uh, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Delano featuring Marissa Wensler. Thank you so much for coming on, Marissa. Yeah, thank so, you so much. So awesome to talk to you and chat a little bit. And, um, you know, we'll always be looking out there for you, posting up on Instagram whenever we see you on there. And um, like I said, wishing nothing but the best in your future endeavors there. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. All righty. And have a good one, everybody. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.